Welcome to The Health Connection, consciously inspiring your success. The podcast that will inspire you to achieve your optimal health and empower your mind. Where the integration of both East and West unite to give you tips, methods, and inspiration to live the life you desire. With your host, trainer and speaker, doctor of oriental medicine, licensed acupuncture physician, Tai Chi and Qigong instructor, Justin Fontanini. Get ready for an amazing show starting right now. Welcome back. This is Health Connection. I'm your host, Justin Fontanini, where every day is a great day. Hope you guys are having a good day, uh, despite the current situation with the uh, this pandemic, the uh, the coronavirus. Uh, basically, the world's been rocked, and all kinds of things have changed really quite a lot. I was in Costa Rica right before all this happened, and, and uh, we were so fortunate. We took a group of 13 patients down there. We had a wonderful trip, but at the very end, we started getting texts from family members, from group members, family, and uh, they're giving us the news on what was, you know, going on, the current situation. And then the last couple of days, we started getting a little bit nervous, but we still had a blast. We still had so much fun. It was life changing. The Tai Chi, the Qigong every day, the waterfalls, the you know, just the scenery, just being in a a, a beautiful place. It was so amazing. But uh, as we came back, the very next day, they closed the border. So it was quite quite a shocker and quite an experience. And then when we, uh, we came back, uh, you know, a few days go by, a week goes by. And then our friends in Costa Rica, they sent us some videos from the central square of the town where we were staying. And uh, it's all blocked off. There's nobody there. And so everybody's really sad. The whole town really was built on tourism. And the whole town is uh, basically on lockdown. There's no one getting in, going out. It's really, really bizarre. I saw one of the videos, and it's it's really, really something to you know think about our life because the more we enjoy life, we have everything, everything's going well, and then in one second it can be taken away. And the strangest thing, it's taken away by something that we we can't even see. We can't even see it. The threat's not even visible to the naked eye. But this virus, it's uh. It's quite detrimental and quite potent, quite strong. So we gotta do the best we can. We gotta become very resilient. And we gotta become very flexible and adaptable. So an adaptable, healthy person, a very resilient and flexible person, we can get through this. And uh, it's gonna take a group effort, support from family, friends, the whole world, humanity. We're gonna have to all come together and join together with thoughts and positivity and prayers and group meditations and then uh, uh, one day we can we can look back and it'll be gone because nothing lasts forever the uh, everything is constantly changing that's the philosophy of yin and yang it uh, it was put in a circle because it rotates forward so uh, we know that the 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 philosophy of yin yang is always alternating changing from yin to yang yang to yin day to night night to day Something's born, then it dies. Something starts, then it finishes. So with that philosophy, this this virus will have its day. It'll it'll be over, and uh, you know, hopefully, the sooner the better. And hopefully, we can also learn something uh, about ourselves as a humanity, as one global nation, because we are a one humanity. We have one love, and uh, when we come together, amazing things are achievable. When we separate ourselves, and when there's greed, control, and power. You know, it it, uh, basically separates us. So uh, I have a power quote for you today. And uh, it's quite positive because we got to stay positive in these times. So it goes like this. Keep looking up. 
That's the Secret of Life. And this was by Charlie Brown. It's real simple, but we got to keep our head up. And uh, if we can keep looking up, we keep going, we keep positive. When we start to feel depressed, we have too much on our mind. These are the individuals, when they walk down the street, you can see their shoulders rolled forward, their head is tilted down, and they, uh, it almost looks like they're carrying too much weight on their neck, shoulders, and their head. And um, this, this situation in Chinese medicine is one of our diagnoses. We, we do have a thought that uh, that kind of person, that they're, they're carrying around a lot of burdens. So it just naturally creates their posture to be like that. So it's not 100% accurate, but it, uh, it makes us to think that direction, that that person's carrying a lot of burdens. So they, they naturally look down at their feet. Their shoulders are rolled forward. Their their head and neck are tilting downwards towards the ground. So we got to put our chest up, turn our shoulders back, lift our chin up, take a deep breath, and then put a little skip in our our step, and then uh, put a smile on the face. That'll keep us going. And uh, when we do that, our whole system changes because the the whole body responds to the emotions, and the emotions can affect the whole body. The next power quote I have is uh, is from Albert Einstein. And it goes like this. Imagination is everything. It is the preview of life's coming attractions. And I'm going to repeat that again because this one's quite important. Imagination is everything. It is the preview of life's coming attractions. So with the last podcast I gave you, I talked a lot about the emotions, coherence, the brain and the heart, and uh, being positive with elevated emotions. If we take this quote and we link it together, when you're doing your rhythmic breathing, which we'll talk about a little bit today as well, when you do your rhythmic breathing and you're elevating an emotion, you can start to imagine what you want for the future, engage in your five senses. You can start to imagine the world free of this virus, your, your life transformed, abundance everywhere, happiness, joy, health everywhere, people's health restored, you know, everything's back to... Uh, uh, upgraded new model, a new version of life. And uh, the more you keep doing that, it starts to cause a reaction from your heart into the quantum field. And the quantum field starts to, through uh, basically what we can call it is through the observer effect. It can transform things and all of a sudden synchronicities, serendipities and being in the right place at the right time, they start to show up for us. Events change. And uh, I believe... If we imagine and visualize and engage our five senses with an elevated emotion, and if we do that during our meditation, and we have enough people doing that, we can completely transform this, uh, this virus. And uh, you're more powerful than you ever could have imagined. It's just that we get distracted. We're on that hamster wheel. we got to pay bills. We go to football games. We play video games. We go to the shopping mall. We go to the restaurant. We get drunk. And then all of a sudden, we're going through life with this haze, this unclarity. This, uh, basically, we're kind of numb. And then we don't really realize our true potential. That's why those enlightened individuals in the world, they, uh, the light turned on inside of them and they woke up. Because how can you see in the dark? So that's why they call enlightenment. Is when the light turned on, the darkness went away. So if we can shed the light in the world by starting with each one of us, if we can each turn our own light on to become enlightened internally, then we can start to see clearly. As we start to see clearly, as our light turns on, uh, it's going to help others see. And others start to see, then pretty soon it's going to be 
the hundredth monkey syndrome. All of a sudden, everybody around the world is going to start to to shift and become enlightened. So I believe that as soon as the nighttime comes and it's all dark, we can't see. As soon as the the sun starts to rise, as it comes up, everybody can see the light. So I think right now this situation with this virus, it's like a nighttime. It's like a darkness coming over the world, stopping the world, putting on lockdown, making people think and realize and evaluate their life, what they're doing to the world as a whole. And as as they do this, when we can get through it, we can we can start to uh, basically raise our consciousness, wake up. We can have the light turn back on. And so right now it looks like the dark time, but as it turns dark, next thing is coming is the light. So in, in yin yang philosophy, we know when the bad thing happens, there's something good. So when the storm comes, the tornado, the hurricane, the rainstorm, the monsoon, as that comes, when it goes away, the clouds clear, the sun shines through, the flowers can bloom, the, there's enough water for you know the plants to turn, turn really green and vibrant. So a storm comes, it's like the virus, but the storm has to go. And as it goes, the, the, the light will shine through the clouds. So that's my belief. And uh, according to yin and yang philosophy, that's what it's taught me. And that's that's what we can look at. So these quotes are important. we got to keep our imagination up. With that said, let's talk a little bit more about the, uh, about the, uh, the emotions. Because our, our best defense is our immune system. And we want it to be united and free. We don't want it to be you know, engaged in, you know, digestive disease, in other disease, infections, sinus problems, chronic allergies. The more health problems we have and they don't go away, it's because our immune system is not strong enough to heal them. Or our body, our life forces doesn't have the vitality to heal itself. That's why children, they're so resilient. They get an illness, a disease, a cold, flu, they, they can spring back and bounce back fast. And older people, their body is not so resilient. They can have long-term chronic aches and pains, arthritis, and other issues, digestive complaints, all kinds of problems because their their bodies it's older. It's not as resilient. But resilience is something that we can create. We can develop it. We can maintain it by our actions, our our life choices. So, in the ancient Chinese medicine system, there was a practice called Yang Sheng. And if we translate that, it means nourishing your life. And it was a whole system, like, like it was so big, it's like calculus, it's enormous. You, I can't even talk about it all. It's one of those things you just got to keep learning from your teacher or multiple teachers and studying different books and on the computer about these ancient philosophies, how to nourish your life because it's, it's so vast. It includes all the ancient Chinese philosophies. It includes the uh, Tai Chi, the Qigong, the meditation, the food therapy, the herbal medicine, acupuncture. It's, it's a whole system. It's enormous. And it's, it's good for anybody. But whoever studies this is going to find that they, they are the master of their own life. And they can basically control what they eat, how they prepare it. They can tr- control what they do to their body, how they do it to their body. They can choose... The times they want to stretch and engage in uh, different stretching activities, meditation, Tai Chi and Qigong, and what kind of ingredients they want to put into their food, such as shiitake mushrooms and seaweed 
and different uh, vegetables and spices that have health benefits. And it's quite different than you just wake up and you, you go get your coffee with your cream and your sugar and you go down the road eating that donut. You know, this, this kind of food has a very little nutritional value. It's processed. And we know those people that do that in their life. And you can, you can give them a heads up, try to help them to be healthier, but it's their own choice. And if they keep doing it later, you just, you just let it go. If they won't listen, you just become the observer and you just observe how many medications they take. You observe their energy, their mood, their emotions, how they feel, their ailments, their diseases. You just be the observer and you start putting the pieces together like a puzzle and then you start to observe that, wow, look at, they, they have all these problems, but they're doing these things. And then you can see the relationship between the two. Because as yin and yang, the philosophy, uh, when they're, you know, we call it the cause and the effect. There's always a cause, there's always effect. If you put your hand on a burning pan, it's going to burn you, it's going to hurt. And then later you can see the skin, it's going to get a blister. When you eat all that food, that junk food, it's going to affect uh, your health quite a lot because it's all acidic, it's all processed, there's a lack of minerals and nutrients in there. It's quite different than if you woke up, like uh, when I was in Costa Rica, we have beans and rice, avocados, tortillas. We have fresh fresh cream that has a lot of uh, you know probiotics in there. We have some uh, some different fruits, pineapple, papaya some berries and then we have a a little bit of herbal tea in the morning from fresh completely picked right out of the garden oregano and basil and some kind of mint and we put in the boiling water and let it steep for a while and then we drink that you know what what's that going to do to your health that's going to be so transforming those whole foods that traditional diet that's been going on in the blue zone in, in costa rica for for thousands of years it's been generation to generation so how can we say it's a bad thing we can't because it's been time tested it's what the culture has evolved to become what they've they've eaten and as we look at ourselves and our country we can look at our diet and our lifestyle we get stuck on the hamster wheel and we just consume processed food and we a lot of times skip meals in in it's like kind of like if you're driving your car and then you decide to just skip filling the gas tank up and of course later you're going to run out of gas but then people they skip breakfast or lunch or a meal and they do that frequently all of a sudden their body's going to start to run short they're going to get the hypoglycemia they can't figure out why they get anxiety panic attack low energy fatigue why they get their symptoms why their fingers go numb and tingle because of lack of blood circulation from not drinking and eating enough food. So one of the three treasures in our body is blood. And blood is uh, what the human body runs on. The car runs on gasoline, the human body runs on blood. And the brain, it runs on blood as well. So we gotta, we gotta start to look at our diet because our diet is uh, gonna affect our microbiome. And our microbiome is, uh, contains our immune system, about 70 to 80% of our immune systems in our gut. And if we're putting in crappy fuel, and then they're going to get a crappy outcome, and then, and then they're going to lead to aging, we're going to lead to uh, premature 
illness and disease and different things of of the body not functioning properly. If I put dirty gasoline in the car, the engine will not run correctly. If I put bad food in your body, the blood will become a poor quality, acidic, thick, with high cholesterol, high sugar. How is the system in your brain going to function properly? And it's important to start with the diet because as I talk about the emotions today, the the foundation of everything is in our diet. That's the first medicine that all the ancient cultures talked about. The Ayurvedic medicine, the Chinese medicine, the Tibetan medicine. They always, when people would come in, they would analyze their diet to make sure they're eating properly first. And if they could fix the problem with their diet, they would. Uh, that was all the farther they would go. But if they needed to, they could start to add medicine, some therapy, some other recommendations, some, some uh, stress-regulating techniques such as meditation or prayer or tai chi or whatever it may be depending on the culture. So it's quite interesting. So now let's get into the emotions. And uh, I've already talked some about them the last time, how important they are. But a lot of people, they really don't understand the, uh, the stress. The stress is, is really hard on the body. This fight or flight response. Right now, the majority of the world's in shock. They're kind of in disbelief. It, it's too soon. We haven't even really went through the grief cycle yet. And we're still kind of in shock. And after, after we kind of went through this for a period of time... We start to get into like anger. And as we get into anger, the body transformed. And then we go through a different series of, of emotions and feelings. And then depression's in there too because the, uh, as we get shocked and then we get mad about the situation, then we realize there's not much we can do. We can just wait. People get depressed easy. So there's all these emotions. But right now, I think we're still in the shock. And this can cause a sudden shift in our feelings and our emotions and the fight or flight response can get activated and it gets activated in the amygdala area of the brain and it's quite important because this is our emotional area of the brain the the emotions stimulate the amygdala it's in the limbic center of our brain where there's a lot of relationship to the emotions and the uh i want to talk a little bit about the emotions because in healthy people the levels of cortisol and DHEA, which is another hormone from the adrenal gland, they, they can both increase in response to a short-term you know, stressor or negative emotion or whatever. But when there's a, a long-term experience, when the negative emotions become chronic, they last days or longer, uh, the DHEA levels, they decrease. And uh, this is important because... Uh, Pregnenolone and progesterone, they're the precursors for both DHEA and cortisol. And when there's an increase in levels of cortisol, they basically kind of, uh, they're at the expense of the DHEA levels. So as cortisol goes high and it stays high, eventually it kind of makes the DHEA levels start to go lower. And uh, this is a big problem because when the, the ratio of the DHEA and cortisol changes... The, uh, this is a, a chemical marker of the stress and accelerated aging. So high levels, if they're chronic, high levels of cortisol, they're, they're completely always associated with depression, poor appetite, insomnia, and loss of interest. And you can see when I mention about Americans, how they skip their meal is because they wake up, they're still in that chronic stress, uh, stress state, and then they, they're not hungry. So they just fly out the door, but they're fatigued. So they just take a coffee. And in the long run, it's going to do more harm than good because you're taking all the acid. 
You got the refined white sugar. It's pure acid. There's no minerals in there. It's not going to give you any nutrition. You put the cream in there. It's been you know messed with, and there's stuff in there that you probably don't even know. So maybe you should research. Then the coffee. It's also acidic. So you take this acidic blast, and then all of a sudden later. As years go by, you're, you can't figure out why you got all this acid reflux. Maybe it's something that you put into your body and then the stomach, you know, went haywire. So back to this DHEA and cortisol. The, uh, uh, if the reduced levels of the DHEA and cortisol ratio, if it prolongs, it's found in most major disease, diseases. And they found associations with accelerated aging, brain cell death. And this is not from me. This is hard science that I'm reading to you from, uh, from HeartMath. This comes right out of HeartMath. It's not from me. Even though I understand it, I can talk about it. This is all hard science. It's been documented. We already know. So impaired memory and learning. Decreased bone density. Increased osteoporosis. Reduced muscle mass. Reduced skin growth and regeneration. Impaired immune function. Increased blood sugar. Increased fat accumulation around the waist and the hips. Does anybody know anybody that's overweight? All you need to do is go to the grocery store or some other store. You can see lots of obese people. And it's easy in America because we have the largest people in the world. And it's because the lifestyle, the diet, and the habits and the actions. They can contribute to that. So we just observe all these and we have to change and upgrade them. So out of all of these, the one I'm more concerned about is the impaired immune function. I talked about these in the past uh, two podcasts. The immune system, it can get impaired when, there's, when the ratios of the cortisol and the DHEA change. When there's a prolonged stress too long and the cortisol goes up, it's going to affect the immune system. And since 80 to 70 to 80% of your immune system is in your gut, we got to be cautious of what we eat too. And then we got to eat in a calm, relaxed state, you know. Maybe take a moment, do a little prayer over your food, giving blessing for where the food came from, Mother Earth, giving a blessing to where the food came from, the farmers, the shippers, the, the uh, manufacturer people, and whoever sold it to you, whoever gave you enough money to buy it, and then whoever cooked it for you, and then for, you know, whatever else you want to throw in there. So there's this idea of a more of a complete prayer and it's the idea of generating the gratitude feeling if you can generate a feeling of gratitude it's a good feeling to have in your heart because that one is a very related to uh, uh, oxytocin which is the, the bonding hormone the love hormone so the emotions are important but we got to always remember to give thanks and gratitude and when we walk through life with being thankful and full of gratitude it's a different way than just going through life as a taker. We just eat and consume without a thought where it came from. We don't care who produced it, what they did to it. We don't care what's in it. We just eat it and we just become like a, like a scavenger. So sometimes we got to analyze our life. Look at the way we approach life. We got to look at the different ways that people approach life. And we got to try to choose an upgraded version. You see, time only goes forward. It doesn't stop. It doesn't go backwards. So through history, there was a time when people would walk. Then later they found animals to ride like horses. And later they made wagons. And then as we fast forward in life, we found that we make a vehicle, a car. Who knows what's in the future? Maybe a UFO. 
but we can see as time goes forward it evolves it's just natural and you can you can see that so for us too we got to help ourselves evolve in many many levels and if you can walk with gratitude and love all the time your immune system will be at an elevated state as well because the emotions like stress anxiety depression anger having panic attacks worrying and overthinking things they're going to trigger the fight or flight response it's going to affect your dhea and cortisol levels and it's going to trigger a cascade of reactions all the way into your whole body by way of the autonomic nervous system and it's going to affect these things that i mentioned it's not going to you know uh, cause some of these immediately some of these are going to get aggravated and affected by long-term chronic stress. And this is just what the research is showing us. So my idea is to give you some of the research, and hopefully you catch the idea, and you can try to elevate your emotions uh, every day by watching funny things, looking at the life more a positive way, you know, making better choices, laughing. Laughter, they have science now on laughter. I saw, I saw research from Japan of uh they did research on people with diabetes and they found out that laughter was upregulating genes to help something with their insulin levels affecting their sugar and diabetes it was so amazing just a simple fact of laughing but right now because of the situation i've seen some patients and the when they walk in even though we kind of close the doors for the time being uh last week i was treating some patients and then some of their faces you could tell how affected they were by this situation you know the impact that was a shocker to their to their body and their mind they just you know completely changed their facial expression so this is important these these emotions and they uh uh with that said i want you to take a moment and i want you to try to arrange your life and that way in the morning in the evening time and if you have time during the day you can spend some time to uh do your breathing practice to self-regulate because when you do a inhale that's five seconds and then you do an exhale that's five seconds and you keep going all of a sudden there's going to be a stimulus sent through your vagus nerve from the lung to the higher centers of the brain and it's going to cause the brain to start to calm down and relax it's going to go from a high beta wave to a to maybe a low beta wave and then if you keep doing this breathing it's going to pass the analytical mind and start getting into alpha brain waves. So you're still going to be awake, but you're going to get really calm and really relaxed. And this is a much better state than being all anxious, worried, and nervous. So when you start to get angry, depressed, anxious, when you're having a panic attack, when you're having anxiety, start breathing five seconds in or more, five seconds out or more. Do that for a little while and then throw in an elevated emotion. Throw in an elevated emotion of joy, happiness. And you can do this, and there's a lot of ways you can do this. If you want to practice right now, you can just push pause in a moment. Push pause on this recording. I want you to pull up your favorite song. The song that hits that sweet spot for you. Your favorite song, the one that makes you sing. The one that makes you dance. The one that makes you move. I want you to pause it right now and pull up that song and listen to it. Hey, you didn't pause it. What's going on? Make sure you pause it now. You can come back to this recording 
And I want you to pull up your favorite song and listen to it. And really listen to it. And I want you to sing. I want you to dance. I want you to groove. I want you to get your boogie on. And then as soon as you're done, come back to this recording. Okay. Now how do you feel? Pay attention how you feel. That's called an elevated emotion. Now this elevated emotion, you can use a a song. You can use a movie. You can use an experience thinking about something in the past that happened to you that gave you awesome emotions. It could be something that you received, a wedding, a party, you know, something you experienced with family or friends, a trip, a, a place, you know, a dinner date, whatever it may be. You got to recall that time in the past and bring that feeling and emotion into the present moment. And you can also, like I mentioned about the music, pay attention to how you feel because this elevating emotion It's going to change all the hormones in your body. If you could stay this way all the time, it'll cause a huge reaction. Now what I want you to do is remember this feeling because as you do your rhythmic breathing, I want you to bring this feeling back into your body. I want you to mimic it. I want you to reproduce it and recreate it and then keep this elevating motion with this rhythmic breathing. And as you keep going on, You do your best to maintain it. You just keep going and going and going until you start to feel utter bliss. As you start to feel utter bliss, you can start to throw in your five senses. You can start to engage your five senses. You can start to visualize and imagine your life in the future, the world in the future, the way you want it to be. I want you to see the end result before it even came. That's why Albert Einstein Imagination is everything. It is the preview of life's coming attractions. The uh, these are the this is your recipe. You got to do the breathing. It has to be five seconds in and out at least, or more. And you have to elevate the emotions. You have to engage your five senses. You got to imagine and give yourself a preview of your life before it came, of your health. And you can do this for anything and everything. It doesn't matter. When you do this type of recipe. It's like cooking chocolate cake. If you take one piece out, it's not chocolate cake anymore. It might be bread. And I I think you might like chocolate cake a little more than bread. Although, you know, bread is probably a little healthier than chocolate cake. But, of course, bread has different qualities. You can have organic. You can have commercial. You can have Wonder Bread. And a lot of times I always joke with people. I always ask them if, if they know why they called it Wonder Bread. And I would always respond by saying, because they wonder why you're still alive after you've eaten it. Because it's basically trash, bleached white bread. And I remember that was very popular. They may still have it. That stuff is very different than Ezekiel bread. Ezekiel bread is a a recipe from the Bible. It's sprouted grains made into bread. So that would be a higher quality. So with that said, you have the recipe. The recipe, don't change it. Keep it and uh, experience it and this will help you because as we know now from the research that we have from the the modern scientists at the HeartMath Institute we know that a little bit more details about the fight or flight response how they can affect DHEA and cortisol and how these when the ratio gets out of balance and there's prolonged stress lasting days or longer or even months or years and that's when it's going to activate these these different uh Uh, major diseases or associated issues in the body and this is important because it's your choice 
You want to go left? Go left. If you want to go right? Go right. It's like yin or yang. Do you want to do something proactive? Or you just want to sit there and, and be really mad, angry, depressed, worried, and anxious? Or you want to say, you know what? I am mad. I am angry. I am worried. I'm very concerned. But I'm going to take charge. And I'm going to sit here. I am going to do my breathing. I am going to elevate my emotion. I am going to engage my five senses and visualize my future before it came so I can help the world. I can help myself. I can help my family. And I can visualize the earth being very clean. No more pollution. No more cutting the trees down. Finding sustainable methods to help sustain the earth so we can all enjoy for the generations of the future to come. So I hope you guys got something out of today. The last three have been about the emotions. They're that important for us. And it's, it's a choice. If you want to turn the news on and, and catch the stats and learn what's going on, it might be a good idea. But just remember, the more you do it, you get stuck in that, that, that rut. And all of a sudden, you're going to start to feel depressed and stressed and anxious and worried. So we already know what's going on. Now it's time to take charge and be preventative. To take the nutrition, the diet, Keep the emotions regulated. Stay clean, washing your hands, avoiding large crowds, keeping your distance from people that may have the virus, and then just chilling out. Just stay calm, relaxing in your house. There's not much going on right now, so we we can just you know remain in a content with ourselves and and engage ourselves with more meditation, because right now is like a nighttime, and we just we just sleep a little bit. We just put put life on pause. And as we put life on pause, that's when the earth can take a breath. She can finally say, wow, no more pollution from cars so much. They're not cutting down all the trees. They're not shipping things around the world, polluting the waters, the ocean, throwing so much trash out because people are consuming everything. So the world may be happy. Mother Earth may be happy. Panchamama, she may be happy in this moment. And that's when I, I have the eye opener that sees, wow, we really are causing a detriment to the earth. Maybe Maybe we should change our... Our ways of the future because nothing happens by mere, uh, you know, for no reason. There's always a reason things happen. This this virus going global, it uh, is having an impact. And maybe maybe it was time Mother Earth was, you know, fed up with the pollution, the cutting the trees, the polluting the water. All the ancient cultures in the entire world, they they believe that the Earth, Gaia or Panchamama, no matter what ancient tradition. They all believe it's a living organism, and uh, it, we live with it, and we should live in harmony with nature and not try to control and manipulate it. So maybe this is our time to reevaluate our status and how we go about life and start to recognize and realize that the, uh, we are all one, breathing the same air, drinking the same water, eating the same food from the same planet, living all on the same earth. And if, if you think that we can just fly away mysteriously one day and go to some other planet and do the same thing, sure that can be possible, but it really doesn't make sense because we're here now. And and if we find a yin-yang balance, if we find a way to maintain a harmony, that would be living in utopia. It would be the highest level of living on the planet is in a complete, utter bliss and harmony, you know, living locally, living with smaller communities, with local organic farms, making products locally, and then keeping them in the local environment instead of taking things, shipping them around the world, which probably will keep going, but maybe there's a more sustainable way. We don't need to be 
shipping oranges from Africa to Florida and shipping Florida oranges to California. That just is a, not a sustainable method. And then when we buy these products, we're chipping in to keep them doing that. And then all that transportation, all that gas, and uh, you know, there's a better way. And I, I pray and hope for a better way. That way we can keep a sustainable earth and live in harmony with nature. So I believe the virus may be a wake-up call for humanity. And it may be, you know, time right now that we come together and join together and, and change our ways and our methods. And it starts by taking a moment to breathe. Because when we start to become more coherent within our heart and our brain, and we start to slow down and calm ourselves and balance our autonomic nerve system out, all of a sudden it starts to affect things around us. And then we start to see more clear. But when we're on that hamster wheel and we're going and going and going, we can't see so clear, then we just, 10 years flies by and you look back like, what happened? I can't even realize where the time went, you know? So that's why we got to slow down and take a breath. So with that said, if you guys got something out of this, go ahead and click the subscribe button. That way the next one I shoot out there, you can uh, get a heads up on it and you can check it out. So many blessings, much love for you. One love for the world. You guys have a great day. We'll see you next time.